airing the Addisons. Let me say this, as followers of the Lord Jesus Christ, we've got to be careful and make sure that in everything, man, we are trying to get as close to what the word says as possible. And we got to understand that with that type of wickedness, man, you know, God does not wink at that. That's judgment. Promoting truth, wisdom, and empowerment. And you don't have shades of truth. You have truth or you have error. You have fact or you have fiction. And now we go into the thick of it. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Aaron Addison's. On American Family Radio, welcome to the Friday edition of Aaron the Addison's. We're mm-hmm. glad you're listening. Hello, you do? Yeah. Did you hear me? Yeah. You did hear me? Well, maybe not because you stopped talking. No? Oh, oh, maybe, maybe, maybe we had a drop. You have to tell me what you heard. I don't see a drop. Okay. okay. I thought I was talking. Man, yeah. that's weird. But then you stopped. I stopped talking? Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm Miki. And I'm Will. Did you say I'm Miki? Maybe I didn't. Uh, what was going maybe, on? Maybe I, I, let me, can I just tell you what's going on? All right. Um, <laughs> a lot. Okay. A lot. I have a lot in my mind and, um even right up into the show, a lot in my mind. So I thought that I, I thought I introduced myself and I thought it was your turn to talk. <laughs> I didn't that's hear it. Ha- that's, oh, man. <laughs> well, well, I was waiting for it. I was like, uh. Yeah. <laughs> just edit all that out. If, when you go in and do the podcast, just edit all that out. Watch this. I'll give you a clean break. Ready? <laughs> go ahead. I'm Miki. And I'm Will. <laughs> <laughs> And only the people who heard, uh, and know. only the people who heard the live show will know <laughs> why we laughed after saying I mean, that. It, it, It'll be our own little secret. It's Podcast listeners will, will <laughs> get something all cleaned up and and beautiful. Like uh, anyway, welcome to the Friday edition. Boy, I'm sorry, I did stop talking. I thought it was time. I you you know I don't usually have those problems. <laughs> no, it's like. Uh, <laughs> oh, good grief! You're switching oh, it sorry. up on us. Like, yeah, that's up? that's what I'm doing. Switching okay. it up and right. and but not no not on but purpose. Not really. Okay. All right. Welcome to Friday. How you doing? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. All it's right. Cold Cherry out B. there. Yeah. Well, there's some cold expected Man. um all across the country. Some yeah, it's, it's pretty deepening cold. I guess you should say. Yeah, or, it's pretty cold out there. There's some areas that it's been cold for a minute. Yeah. Um. But yeah, there yeah, we, we go. We're in the south, so we can't be handling this type of cold. We don't know what to do. I mean, it's not there yet, but what's coming seems like ooh. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, we don't know what to do. Yeah. We don't. I think what we get in the south, um, people in the north are like, really? <laughs> They're like, guys, really? You know we, what I mean? Like we say the same thing about summers. We like. Y'all think it's hot up oh, there? Oh, yeah, that's true. They really? get, <laughs> they get to the 70s, <laughs> and they're like, oh, it's just a little bit, you know, and it's like, come on, really? You know? Um, yeah, that's true. That's true. So but you adapt. Got I, our, you know, yeah. And I think everybody learns to live where they live. But you know what's weird? Like, okay. 30s down here and even 20s, like, it's cold. Mm-hmm. But when I... I can I can go out and 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 bear it like I, you can you can go out you know mm-hmm. but when I lived in Louisiana I would have mm-hmm. thought this was like man like you get used to it like you adjust it, yeah you adjust yeah. It's, it's it's still cold but, but it's not like when people come and visit from our hometown they're like man it's it's you know I'm like yeah, well, it kind of seems silly know? but <laughs> it's because we've we've lived away from New Orleans for so long yeah 
we are now acquainted with getting all four seasons. Yeah. And that includes That's a true. winter. Yeah. You know, like that you includes because like in New Orleans, much. our winters are only like that morning. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like that's it's like, oh, yeah, we're winter. It's going to be cold, guys. But then by lunch, you're taking your jacket off, you know, and then and you're playing outside in shorts. And then at night you get winter back. Yeah. Um. But but, you know, we're not really acquainted with that's winter. True all day long where it's bitter when you wake up and bitter when you go to sleep. You know what I mean? And, and well, with this cold snap, I don't, New Orleans might be getting some cold weather too. I'm not sure. Oh, you I think so? I don't know. I, I we'll see. I still, I still think your uncles are going to be outside in flip-flops. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, uncles. Sorry. Um, anyways. All right. So it's Friday. Uh, we do a little bit of a lighter show. We call it our gumbo show. Mm. Um, I do want to say this, though. Just in, because we're going to open the phone lines up mm-hmm. and uh, we take more calls. There's a lot to review over the week. Yeah. There's a lot to review. So any of our listeners who've been listening over the week and you're like, man, I just didn't get to get through, but I really want to, I want to press on this. I want to ask some more questions about this. I want to have a discussion around this. Let's do it. Um, I, I will say this. Uh, I don't know that, that there was anyone planning to call about um, Ravi Zacharias and mm. the information that is coming out. Um, but in the event that there is, I would say um, I, I am preparing uh, for us to do an entire show, maybe over the course of a couple of days on this. Mm-hmm. I don't think that this is something that you just kind of have one quick response, but we can talk about it. So anybody who calls in and says, Hey, what do you guys think about, you know, Ravi Zacharias? Or in fact, I saw we already had a message um, from a brother who was asking, uh, should ministries be pulling mm. all of like Ravi Zacharias's um, sermons yeah. and, you know, any yeah. ministry that they had from him, yeah. Um, should it be pulled from the airwaves? And, um, you know, what's about my piggery? Oh, uh, well, not not to say that <laughs> we make that decision, right, but right, right. what do we but, think? What, what do should we happen think that in should this, happen? In this case, yeah. And yeah. Um, so, anyway, I, I I read that message and I was thinking about it, and um, and I say that because sometimes when I hear those type of messages, it's almost mm-hmm. like they're. I feel like they're saying to 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 me, you need to go tell somebody. <laughs> that this oh, needs to I happen. Didn't, okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I didn't get that from this message. Okay, from, not from I this got, one. I got um, from this particular message, I got, hey, it looks like everybody's, you know, making the decision to pull Ravi Zacharias. What do you think? Is this something that should happen? Ah, like, what, okay. what should be the response to his past ministry? Like, should it just all go away or is it still yeah. useful? You know, that now, kind of thing. That's a great question, though. That's I, I mean, think so, know. too. Yes. And and I think that that's going to be part of the struggle for many, many people. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you what, if we get a call where a person specifically asks about Ravi Zacharias, then we'll go into the details. If not, then we will save it, Lord willing, for Monday and possibly Tuesday Mm -hmm. to kind of unpack the details. This will give people some time to maybe read some information themselves and and then come to the conversation prepared to discuss the implications of um, leaders who fall. But this is this is um, this is a unique situation in that it is um, a fallen leader that we've only discovered, at least with any um, evidence that is beyond dispute. Okay. Yeah. Um, this is a fallen leader that we've only discovered this fall after his death. And you know, some people are saying that they. Uh, well, I've seen people comment that they don't believe it i'm like well the ministry Mm. 
the ministry has there's too much information yeah there's this that that would just we gotta be, be careful with that in, uh, in the sense uh, yeah. of you know yeah. like when 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 it is what it is you gotta you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying like we can make we can make a lot of of people mm-hmm. you know and mm-hmm. we have to be careful with that that's all i would say yeah, yeah. i i because because listen let me let me say this what does um rzim have to gain Right. By denigrating the its founder. leader yeah. and, and and its founder of the world's largest apologetics ministry wants the world's largest apologetics ministry. Listen, the world's largest apologetics ministry mm. with offices around the world and like a speaker's bureau around the world. They've now reduced, I, I want to say. Um, at least like the the office in the U.S., only 10 speakers, which when you would go to their website, you would scroll through pages and pages of apologists, pages and pages of apologists who can defend the faith all under the umbrella of RZIM. What possibly mm-hmm. could they have to gain? They There was already a concern that when the face and the name of your ministry passes, how do you maintain that credibility you know what i mean like there's yeah. there's already that problem i just don't see rzim now in some sort of conspiracy theor- um conspiracy to to do what like i yeah. <laughs> excuse me i don't see that i yeah. just don't i i, I don't, I don't see it at all i don't either so but, um you know. and and let me also say and again if if we're pressed on it we'll go but i will just say um the information that i have read that is um, called evidence does not seem like something that is um, plantable. Okay. Like Mm -hmm. this is not, you know, Oh, there were these copies of this in in an office desk and, you know, or it's, it's all, it's all Ravi Zacharias's own correspondence from his own phone. Yeah. Um, What he had in his own possession including and this is the thing that is most like well all of it is very disturbing all of it is very difficult very disturbing um in one sense but in another sense not difficult because the bible helps us to make sense of this right the mm-hmm. bible teaches us yeah. so that we can make sense of things like this that's right but it's all very disturbing <clears throat> excuse me i would just say the the one of to me sort of like the um the thing that just i, I just Oh, I, you know, that kind of feeling. I don't know how, what, how you describe that, but that's the feeling. Okay. If I could just, yeah. that's what it sounds like is that even um, months before his passing, he was still receiving photos from young, younger women months before his passing. And I, I, I'm just like, you know, yeah. at that point, and, and I, I, I just, that is a searing of the conscience that I hmm. think is can only be described as reprobate that the Bible, again, the Bible helps us make sense of this. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, it's one of those things where like, if you know, you have been given the sentence of death at that point um, is where I, I would imagine that that's where you turn your face to the wall. Right. You know what I mean? Like right. that's, that's, that's where you're, you're like, you are, exploring the depths of your sin and depravity and the proof and the confirmation that you have so adequately taught, right. That you are depraved and need the Lord. Like you, I'm, I'm, I, you know, and, but, but no, no, that's not what 
that's not what the investigation has shown. So um, this is, this hurts, this hurts, this hurts. And, and it is something that we have to discuss. We have to talk about, but not from a place of, you know, I knew it and pointing a finger and all of these things. But I think that we have to explore how these kinds of things happen. And will you talk about this so much Mm. accountability? This is what, this is, here I am getting into it. Okay. (laughs) I'm sorry. All right. I, well, anyway, you talk about accountability a lot. I will say that a lot of people who begin to be recognized by people as great, Mm -hmm. um, usually think they don't need accountability. Yeah. They usually think they are better than they are. And, and they've got this. <laughs> and usually they have people who surround them that are just happy to be in their glow. Mm. Like I am so happy to be here that I would never say anything to upset anyone. Right. Look, let me, if pray for every, every Christian ought to pray that the Lord would give them a craving for accountability in the body of Christ. If you don't have it, if you're just like, I don't need anybody. uh, Then you pray that the Lord would humble you so that you can submit yourselves one to another. Mm. This is a part of the another in the body of Christ that we desperately need. Why? Because sin and the scriptures even teach us that we can we we can anticipate that we are prone to rebel. That's right. We can expect it. You're not you're not unique in that, right? And but often we kid ourselves and we're like no one can get in my space. No one can ask me tough questions. I don't need that. I'm I'm I've got it. I'm going good. And that is exactly what the enemy wants. He wants you to be on autopilot. He wants you to 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 discard the usefulness mm. and how God has equipped the bride. He has equipped the bride to work together as a body, which means all the members work together. That's right. And But we reject this and we do that to our own destruction. That's right. That's right. Because the self-righteousness that allows us to see sin in other people's lives but not in ours is the same thing that allows us to go on in sin and believe, but I'm different. Mm. I'm, 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 it's not, it's not like when they do it and the enemy banks on that. Mm. So pray and ask the Lord to give you a craving for accountability. All right. Aaron, the Addison's American family radio. We'll open the phone lines when we get back. Stay right there. to Aaron the Addisons on American Family Radio. It's the Friday edition where we take many, many, many calls and you help fuel our discussion. This can be mm-hmm. a recap of the week's shows or um, something that you have an interest in that you want to ask us about. If we know about it, we'll talk. If we don't, then we won't because that's foolishness if we did. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> that is folly. Um, anyway, welcome back. I'm Miki. And I'm Will. And that was Marcus Rogers with Great God. 
Sherry B. is over in Studio CC taking your calls at um, 888-589-8840. 888-589-8840. Um, just to remind you, we did ask the question this week, do Christians in America have a double standard um, regarding life and ethnicity? Uh, the discussion was, um, I, I would say, sort of a review of um, Pastor Matt Chandler's uh, teaching from mm. June that was included in an article about um, diversity and segregation in the church, which anyways, but we had a two day, <laughs> a two day discussion on that. And I would say this, we had a caller at the end of the show mm -hmm. yesterday, and I hope that she um, can call us back today because I, I went and looked up the book that she was talking about. Yeah. And um, I think, what was it? Um, Man. Color blind. Color oh, blind. I wrote it down. I yeah. wrote it down. Yeah. I'm going to find it. Um, but anyway, I went to look it up and then. Um, beyond colorblind. Right? Beyond beyond colorblind. And when I went to look it up, uh, I was reading just some information about it, reading some of the endorsements. <clears throat> <laughs> right. And then the suggested books that came up. Okay. Right. Uh, day giveaway. Day giveaway. <laughs> that's, that's something. I that there are books that I put in the category of I'm I'm reading them for research, which there there are many books that I read for research, and there's research that is like positive research, like I'm adding, you know, mm -hmm. and then there's research that um, I'm only just because I want to know what they're saying. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like I I don't I'm not. This is not going to build me up. Right. I'm not expecting this to edify me. Right. Um, just by looking at that book, just a quick, you know, uh, review of it, that book would be in that category. <laughs> so anyways. All right. Well, the great. Let's go to the phone lines. Where do we go first? All right. Let's go to Porphy in Texas. Hi, Porphy. Hi, guys. Uh, Hello. I love your show. Thank uh, you. Uh, hi. Can you hear me? Yes. Yes. Go right Can ahead. Can you hear me? Okay. Okay. Uh, I love your show. And I also love Ravi, and it's kind of hard to believe. But then again, he's not here to defend himself. So whether it's true or not, the message that he gave does not change. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, I love the way he handled those atheists, man. <laughs> it was it was awesome. It was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, you know. Was, that's all I'm no, thank, God thank bless you. you. Thank, thank you so much. Appreciate your call. Uh, the truth that he... Um, taught was the truth. Right. And that is the thing that is most chilling. So what do you do with his, um, the messages in his work? Like as far well, as I the think, question that you asked in, in the first. Yeah. I think the truth remains, but his name mm -hmm. is bad. Yeah. Yeah. But the truth, and, and, and look, let me say this too. I think also what we have to recognize, and this is so sad, to have to reconcile. But what we also have to recognize is that even this, this fall mm -hmm. and what, you know, what we now know about the way he lived um, confirms the truth that he taught mm. about the depravity of man and, and, and about yeah. Um, yeah. morality and, and the need for a savior. And, like, I mean, it's it clear, all confirms. He had a clear understanding of good grief of, you know, of how this works of heaven and hell. And, you know, we were just listening to something yesterday and it was yeah. like, wow. Cool. Like he, yeah. It, it's, yeah, it's amazing. And, and it's sobering to think about it's, scary that you yeah. know you can understand 
what heaven is, hell is, and, and the you know sinful nature of man and, and all of that, mm-hmm. and and still end up you know like like that. But man, you know. Look, I, I will tell you the hardest thing for us was the discussion we had with our kids last mm-hmm. night because they had watched um, some Robbie Zacharias videos in their life and and they have watched some Nabil Qureshi videos in their life, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. and so they are familiar um, with at least, you know, somewhat familiar right, with right. the ministry of Ravi Zacharias and apologetics and things like that. It's part of the way that we train them um, to be able to answer tough questions. And the tough question that they asked us last night was, so is, is Ravi with the Lord? Like, does Ravi go to heaven or does Ravi go to hell? <laughs> and, you know, you're, you're sitting there and you're, you're like, you only can say all, what the scripture says. I mean, you can't, we can only say what the what, word of God says. Yeah. I mean, we can't say he is here, but we can right. say what the Bible says. About, right. You know? Yeah. Right. And one of those scriptures has to include that there will be many people who will say what they have done for the Lord mm-hmm. and that he will say to them plainly, depart yeah. from me, you worker of iniquity. I never knew you. So we have to understand that all of these things are in the scripture. Of course, the final say, as we know, this is the Lord's doing what the Lord determines. You understand? But we are not left to kind of like, oh, we don't know. We don't know. Ah, it's a sliding scale. We don't know. No, no. The Lord has said what is required to inherit eternal life. Mm-hmm. Right. And so that is something that happens. Yes, we um, we profess that publicly, but it is also something that happens in a place that man cannot see with his own eyes. Mm-hmm. Right. We can see the evidence. We can see fruit. And so we see if we say that if there's fruit in keeping with repentance, we say, OK, you know, this person has professed Christ and, and, you know, they are living a life that is consistent, but the Bible is very clear about those who are workers of iniquity and specific um, types of iniquity is, is listed in the scriptures um, that these people will be thrown into the lake of fire, that they will not inherit the kingdom of God. And, and, you know, we're obligated not to keep that from our kids. You know what I'm saying? To have this sort of like, um, you know, now this is, I'm going to use this expression, but it is not related to this discussion. And I want to be very clear here because I am not, um, I don't want to, well, I'll just, I'll, I'll not use it. I'll just say this. Historically, what I believe a culture of Christianity teaches is that good people just go to heaven. Hmm. So we have this belief that, you know, all people basically are good and all people therefore are basically getting into heaven. Hmm. Right. And, um, <laughs> We don't teach our kids that. We no. teach our kids what the word of God says, right? So anyway, all right, we'll agree. Where do we go next? All right, let's go to Leslie in New Orleans. Hi, Leslie. Hi. Hello. How are you? Good. Hi. Good. Okay, so a couple things about the weather. Yes, it's cold down here. <laughs> but my grandparents lived in Corinth, north of Tupelo, mm-hmm. and that's where my father was from. Um, yeah. And it is much colder yeah. up there than it is down here. I mean, we're <laughs> when it comes to cold weather. I mean, come on, seriously. And Mickey, you're right. It is winter in the morning, spring, <laughs> middle of the day, back to summer, and then nighttime, we're back to winter again. That's so, so true. <laughs> so I didn't know that you were going to talk about Ravi Zacharias today. And my only comment, and I'll look forward to you as you say, unpacking all that in the future is my grandmother was in the same church 
for like over 98 years. She died when she was 104. Mm-hmm. And her comment to me, just like my grandfather's was, you have to A, go back to the Bible about some of these questions, if not everything in life. And two, mm-hmm. you have to learn how to separate the message from the messenger. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I'll just look forward to your comments because mm-hmm. so, there's so much to unpack. Yes. Yeah. For you. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know if you can do it in five days, but uh, I'll be waiting. So um, I want to ask you both, mm-hmm. you know, one of the things that I've really struggled with since the inauguration has been how to biblically pray for our current leaders. Mm-hmm. And it's something that I find that I'm struggling with, especially when I turn the television on as little as I can handle mm-hmm. these days. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I do read my Bible every day, and I have, you know, really tried to search the scriptures, but it's it's a struggle. I can't say it's not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm just wondering if you can give me and the listening audience some guidance in case anybody else out there is struggling with the same thing. Mm, okay. That's a wonderful question, Thank you, Leslie. Leslie. Thank you so much. Well, the great. I don't know if you do. You want to begin, or do you? What, well, you? I, I would. I would say one thing. You know that we should pray for our our leaders. You know, um, and, that, and there are different ways that we should pray. You know, mm-hmm. the, even depending on the leader. You know, we mm-hmm. should pray for wisdom for all of our leaders. We should pray um, for salvation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. we should pray that the Lord would uh, prick their hearts and that the things that the policies that would be wicked or evil that man, something would take place in them that they would turn from wicked ways. Like, mm-hmm. and that should be a, a, a prayer. I believe that believers pray. We should pray for the well-being of, of, of the country and that the leadership would want the same thing. And so I, I understand what she's saying that it can be hard when someone has, you know, uh, views that are, are not godly, you know, how do you pray for success? <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. but I don't think we pray for the uh, success of the, the policies. But, you know, we do want it to go well with with the nation that we're in. But we pray for wisdom for our leadership, our leadership and, and for for guidance. And that maybe, you know, I would say again that they would come to know the Lord. It's the, mm-hmm. I mean, it's not impossible. And I think sometimes when we think about praying for certain people, we think it's impossible for them to get saved, you know, but mm-hmm. it's not. Like we're still talking about the heart of man and God controls that the king's heart. And we know we don't have kings here, but just the word of God says are in God's hand. He turns however he will, you know, and so we have mm-hmm. to have that confidence as we pray. So so when you man, I agree 100 percent. And, and um, the first thing I thought when Leslie asked that question was, so what kind of prayers did we pray for President Trump? Mm-hmm. And I would say that. Of course, there are prayers that you can pray, like you say, very specifically, mm-hmm. um, according to what the person is doing. Mm-hmm. Right. You can entreat the Lord for that. But I also think that there are um, that we are directed to pray for our leaders um, in a way that is just sort of 
can be applied to any leader at any time. Mm -hmm. Like, I think we have to remember, you know, when (laughs) we're talking about praying for Roman rulers, (laughs) right? We're not like, just don't think about like our president. Okay. Think about like Nero. Okay. (laughs) And so what is Peter saying? You know, when, when he's talking about for us to pray for those who are in authority over us and then also saying that we should submit ourselves to those who are in authority over us. Whoa. I mean, you know, so, (laughs) so we can (laughs) say that again. I said, that's heavy. That's heavy. That's exactly right. So if you, Leslie, go back to first Timothy chapter two and Mm -hmm. you look at first Timothy, first Timothy chapter two and you start at verse one, here is what Paul writes to Timothy and to the church. Okay. Mm -hmm. He says, first of all, then I urge that supplications, prayers, intercessions, and thanksgiving be made for all people, Mm -hmm. for kings and all who are in high positions, that we may lead a peaceful and quiet life, godly and dignified in every way. This is good, and it is (laughs) pleasing in the sight of God our Savior, who desires all people to be saved Mm -hmm. and to come to the knowledge of the truth. Man, I am going to try not to (laughs) go into like a deep teaching on this but the temptation is real okay (laughs) um so what i would say to leslie is this i would get my bible out and this is if 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 i were just sitting down with leslie let's say leslie and i are sisters and we are and um we are going out for coffee this is the week that we get together to meet for discipleship and she said to me just what she said on the air miki i'm struggling Mm -hmm. i don't know how to pray for my leaders i would i would open up the bible and i would say leslie you have your bible because she would bring it and and we we'd sit across from each other and this is what i would say i would say girl let's look at first timothy chapter two girl that's what i would say right (laughs) and then i'd say let's look at what how how do we even start how do we even start first of all we recognize that man is sinful Mm -hmm. and we recognize that all People everywhere need prayer, right? So we look at this scripture. It says, first of all, then I urge that supplications. So what is this? This is pleading humbly Mm. supplication, right? This is, this is us in humility going before the Lord and asking the Lord in humility to do those things that God knows these things need to be done, Mm -hmm. right? Intercession. We're standing in the gap. Right. This is this is us saying, OK, you know, we're, we're here in the middle. There's a great dearth there. We're, we are we are we are here in the middle. Lord, help us to stand in the gap. And and I don't want to be mystical. I don't know why I always <laughs> have to give this disclaimer. Yeah. But I think also this scripture presupposes that we are going to be relying on the Holy Spirit to lead our prayers. That's right. To teach us how to pray. So when we go to prayer, it is not that we're just praying these empty, repetitive words, but really, truly, because the Holy Spirit indwells us, he is now leading us in how to pray. So there are some things that you may pray because you feel prompted to pray because the Holy Spirit is leading you to pray this way so that you actually are praying in accordance with the will of God, right? So here we go. We, We are... Um, making supplication, there's prayer, there's intercession, and then there's thanksgiving. Man, Lord, okay. (laughs) Uh, How do I give thanks in a situation that I don't perceive to be good? Well, I have to understand that the Lord is working things out. I have to understand that the Lord God is sovereign, okay? And so when we approach prayer in that way, we will pray with humility. So, okay, I, I know that we're, we're coming to the break here. On the other side of this break, we'll, we'll move on. But what I, what I would like to do is to direct Leslie to 1 Timothy chapter 2, start at verse 1. 
read it, meditate on it, and expect the Holy Spirit to guide you in prayer. All right, Aaron the Addisons, American Family Radio. We'll be right back. On American Family Radio, I'm Miki. And I'm Will, and that's Shy Lynn with uh, Mighty Fortress. Sherry B is over in Studio CC. She's got your calls queued up. We will go there in just a second, but we have a breaking announcement. Our audience will remember we talked about a new equity um, manager here, um, equity and diversity <laughs> manager, and our president, Tim Wildman, is here to announce that Will has become the director of equity <laughs> here at AFA. Tim? Uh, I don't know what, what I'm supposed to do in this job, but, uh, <laughs> oh my you know, goodness. I'm get, sorry. I'm that was get a horrible get way to wrong. set you up. Now, I wish I had that. some equity and diversity when I play my golf buddies, <laughs> <laughs> but they don't seem to care that I'm five shots behind and I've been to every round. Uh, good afternoon, Mickey and Will. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. And, and listeners to American Family Radio, I, 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 only interrupting Will and Mickey's program just for a minute because... I wanted to, uh, the weather that's affecting a lot of the country starting now and then through next Tuesday or Wednesday mm-hmm. uh, is likely to affect the radio station you're listening to right now mm. if you live in that path of the winter storm that's coming through. Mm. And uh, because of that, uh, ice will make a lot of electricity go off right yeah. well we have to have electricity to run our radio stations yeah so there's got there, we're already getting reports of this so there's going to be there's going to be many of our afr stations on and off because of the electrical outages and and so forth so i wanted folks to uh be aware uh, mm-hmm. that you can get afr online mm-hmm. you you already know this probably, but if your radio station goes off the air, you can get us online at AFR.net. We live stream there, AFR.net. Or <clears throat> you can download the AFR app on your iPhone or a similar device, tablet, or mm-hmm. whatever kind Android. of Android, whatever kind of uh, smart device you use, you can mm-hmm. download the AFR app. takes you about 60 seconds or mm-hmm. a couple of minutes to download the app. And if you're, if you're, uh, if by saying download the app, if that scares you, <laughs> then uh, just get your grandchild to do it for oh, you, yeah. right? They'll do it quickly. Uh, and they'll, they'll <laughs> do it in the blink of an eye and show grandma or grandpa how to use it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What that means is you just click on there on your phone like you do any kind of app, and boom, up comes American Family Radio through your phone or your mm-hmm. tablet or your smart, or, or smart device. So AFR.net or the app is the way to get our radio signal if our station happens to go off the air. Okay. That's basically what I wanted to say. And uh, there's your weather report. (laughs) (laughs) Now I'm off to do my equity and diversity duties around here. Yeah. Okay. All right. Y'all have a good afternoon. All right. right. Thank Thank you, you. Tim. We appreciate it. That's good. That's really good information and and way to... um, to be proactive, yeah. right? To make sure that our listeners are not caught off guard um, with this storm that's coming. So. Yeah. 
Um, well, the great show. We go back to our phone lines. Sure. Let's go to let's see, John, in Louisiana. Hi, John. Hi. How are y'all? Doing Hello. good. I um, want to tell you, I really love your program. You. I was listening yesterday, and I really wish I could have talked to you, but that's for another time. What really caught me off guard is I just got in my car a little while ago, and I heard you start talking about Ravi. I never got to hear him more than maybe a half a dozen times. Very intrigued about uh, apologetics. Mm-hmm. Wanted to learn more about it. Um, I have a theory of ministry. Uh, there are two kinds of ministers I see or, or hear about mostly. You have, a the- you have ministers who preach the Bible, and you have ministers who teach the Bible. And I was getting a lot from Ravi, and then I didn't hear everything that was going on. That's why I called. What what happened? Where? What? I don't know anything. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Okay, John. Yeah. Thank no. You, John. That's. I'm glad you called because um, you are not alone. There are probably other people who tuned in, and they were like, "Wait, what?" They don't know what happened with Ravi. So I will summarize it in this way, John, because what we will do, and you know, we want to take the time to do this um, next week, Lord willing. Uh, we will spend some time talking about the implications of Ravi Zacharias's fall yeah. um, that we are only now learning about with any kind of concrete evidence um, after his passing. Yeah. And the reason I'm saying that is because there was a report before Ravi Zacharias passed that a woman accused him of soliciting her for pictures of herself and manipulating her. And both she and her husband um, either filed charges or um, sued Ravi, which I think there was like a countersuit if I'm not getting that kind of mixed up. But I know that there is a non-disclosure agreement and that couple actually can't talk about it. They were a Canadian couple. And so this kind of sprang up and the Christian community was kind of like, come on, you know, like Ravi Zacharias, you know. I think when there are accusations, against you know someone who's seen as a brother in christ like yeah. we don't we don't jump to like just believe it you want it, two or three witnesses yeah yeah, yeah. and and that's you know right. so i think the, the feelings in the beginning are were warranted you know and i think that's how we should look at things you know and, and get more information and so more information has come out to the yes. point that you're making and so far brother john i will just summarize here a four-month investigation found that Ravi Zacharias leveraged his reputation. Um, and this is, I want to say, this is from Christianity Today, leveraged his reputation as a world-famous Christian apologist to abuse massage therapists in the United States and abroad over more than a decade while the ministry, um, led by his family members and loyal allies, failed to hold him accountable. This article goes into more detail. Of course, there's a statement that's been released by Ravi Zacharias International Ministries. And so we're going to explore all of that and and kind of take our time with it and look at the <clears throat> biblical implications of it. What does the Bible teach us about this? Um, and so that's what I would like to do, not just give my opinion on the situation, but I'd like yeah. to, hey, what does the word of God say? And how do we encourage the body of Christ even in the midst of this pain? It's pain. So, so that's the report. Um, brother John, and, and that's what we will take a look at next week. Um, in the meantime, you know, the information is all across the internet. So yeah. if you do a quick search, it's, it's headline story today. Yeah. And I would say, you know, his, the, his ministry, 
you know, has even confirmed it. You know, because I, yeah. I, I think there are people still saying, well, I still just don't believe it. But, you know, his the ministry um, has his ministry that he founded and ha- has has confirmed all, all of these things. So, yeah. 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 All right. So anyways. All right. Well, the great. Where do we go next? All right. Let's go to uh, see Jordan in Virginia. Hi, Jordan. Hi, guys. Um, I had a couple comments real quick. Uh, I don't want to take too much time. Mm-hmm. Number one, with uh, Ravi, I don't, I don't want to harp on it, but you know, the Lord's word doesn't come back void. Yeah. So whatever He did say that was true, you know, we can still learn from it. So that's mm-hmm. fantastic. And regardless of His outcome, we can still um, be be at peace with knowing that when He did teach the gospel, it did touch people. And mm-hmm. um, you know, I'll, I'll leave it at that. So that's. Um, a real quick comment on the woman who called earlier on how to pray for our leaders. We can pray for a radical biblical transformation, like Paul's conversion mm-hmm. for our president. Mm-hmm. I mean, how awesome would that be? Um, <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I'm running down a bullet list real quick. <laughs> no, that's good. You take your time. You're okay. More stuff is coming. Um, um, and then you mentioned Will talking about um, shoot, um being held accountable. Yeah, accountability. Um, so when, you know, you, it just made me think real quick of the Romans, after they'd win battles, they'd come back and they'd have a slave in their ear telling them, hey, you're mortal, you're mortal, you're mortal. The whole, and that's that's missing. It's important, right? Mm. Um, mm. My main reason for calling, I have a question for you guys on what to do in a certain situation. Um, so my father-in-law is a an ordained minister. After the fall of communism, he went and he preached in the Russian prisons, he showed the Jesus film, you know, in his early 20s. He went over there by himself, learned Russian, and did all that stuff. Mm. Um, so they're missionaries. I married his daughter, um, and he's never been wrong spiritually that I'm aware of or anything, and I've, I've always trusted him. That being said, recently he started, um, you know, reading all the Q Anon stuff, mm. and he recently posted something on Facebook saying, basically, if you think that it's a conspiracy theory, you're either ignorant or um, that you're guilty of crimes against humanity mm. or something along those lines. And he's very passionate about mm-hmm. being correct about all these things that, um, frankly, I don't know if they're true. Mm-hmm. Um, and as I read them, I'm you know, reading the things that he posts, reading the videos he's sending and all this stuff. I'm seeing, yes, there's evil in the world. Yes, mm-hmm. we know that it exists. Yes, all these people in these high up positions are evil. And they do evil things. Mm-hmm. They're all rich. They do it for money. And we know that the love of money is the root of all evil. So, of course, that evil exists. Mm-hmm. But how much of this do I need to actually believe? How mm-hmm. much of it really impacts me? And and then, furthermore, how do I interact with my wife? Because it's her father. So mm-hmm. she believes what he tells her because she's never had re- – why would you have reason to yeah. not believe your father? Right. Um, mm-hmm. And so I'm just running into – yeah, I'm having trouble grappling with that. Okay. So I will say this um, just first off, and then, Will, I, mm-hmm. I would like to have you respond as yeah. well. Um, I want to start with the last thing that Jordan said. Okay. And, and take out the discussion of QAnon, okay? Yeah. <clears throat> I would like to say that Jordan and his wife are one flesh. Right. Um, fortunately for Jordan, that union does not include your wife's dad. Right. And I say that sure. because it is so important. And Will, you used to drive this home in the beginning of our marriage because I needed it. I needed to hear it. 
that we are the unit. Mm -hmm. We are the unit. We are the one flesh unit. God knew exactly what he was doing when he said that a man would leave his father and his mother and be joined to his wife and the two would become one flesh. Mm -hmm. So there, there need not be competition between your word of authority, right? And your wife's father's word or authority. Because when he gave her over to you, you know, who gives this wife, right? I and her mother do, you know, um, symbolically, but also in a very literal sense, he was saying, this is now the head of your family. This, this is your family. So I just would say right out of the gate. And the reason I say this is because I know that for wives, we tend to struggle with this, right? Tend to struggle with the, okay, the husband is the head of our home. So no longer am I going to be influenced by my father or by my mother or by my siblings or, you know, but my husband has a responsibility of leading our family. And this is something that a wife must willingly submit to. It is not something that you're just told you do this and you do that. You know, it is that the wife is reading the scriptures and sees the wisdom of God and the way he's designed marriage. And so she chooses She chooses to submit to her husband's leadership, which will make anything that you say based on prayer and reading God's word, make anything that you say easy for her to receive and live according to that as, as it's consistent with the word of God, if that makes sense. Well, the great, what would you say to to the other part of his question? Yeah. Yeah. I I, I would agree with that. And, and also as far as the Q and on stuff, you know, like I get sent a lot of different videos and different things as well. And I, I think the thing is like, I, I kind of feel like Jordan feels like I understand mm-hmm. that there's wickedness I'm, man. There are right. things that are wrong, you know, and man, you know, but I would, I would just say use wisdom and be wise in, you know, as, as you view it, be prayerful. And I would say like, man, is there a way? Cause the father sound like a, 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 a sold out, uh, Christian, you know, the, yeah. the missionary work he did and all, I would look for ways to talk to him, be like, but not about politics, like mm-hmm. have ways that we can talk about the Lord, mm-hmm. you know, uh, 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 things that, you know, would be more in that vein. Cause that may, that may, that may, I, I feel like that may do something great for the relationship. If, if it could be like, man, I'm, I'm going to, I want to talk to him about some of his missionary things or some of the things that, you know, and maybe it, it would help to jog him from that. Cause I think sometimes we can put these type of things on the pedestal, like the politics mm-hmm. and, and all these, you know, uh, stories and things that's going on. And we have to be very careful about that because it brings us into a place where man it is not good. But as right. Christians, you know, we should be on the forefront of our minds and our heart it's the gospel and how we can, you know, and those things tend to cloud, you know, our, our, our thoughts of the gospel and God. And, you know, so I, I would say, man, if he can find a way to, to have discussions with his father-in-law, you know, that, that don't really have to good. do anything with politics. Yeah. That may be something that would be great for him and his relationship with his father-in-law and with his wife. Yeah, because I think what's important to note is that, man, this is another one of those things where, and, and Jordan even kind of mentioned this, accountability is so important. Yeah. Because I don't, your age doesn't matter. Your age does not matter. This is where accountability comes into place where we're able to say, 
Um, okay, so what is it that you're watching? What are you reading? How are you processing that? How does it right. hold up against scripture? Is it requiring anything of us that the Bible does not require right. of us? Right. Um, is it not requiring anything of us that the Bible does require? You know, is it is there a conflict with our application of scripture when we're consuming this stuff, either reading it or watching it, right? Yeah. And so yeah. then the question is, is it causing us to live in a way that is in any way antithetical to the faith, then that's something that we've got to be willing and able to put down. Yeah. All right. Um, we're out of time. Until Monday, Lord willing. God bless.